the connection between pollen and viruses. That story and more on H2O Radio's Weekly News Report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. If nothing is done to reduce greenhouse gas emissions, according to a new study, summer could last up to six months in the Northern Hemisphere by 2100. Also, scientists at the Chinese Academy of Sciences say without tackling climate change, winter could be just two months and spring and autumn will shrink as well. Looking at historical data from the past 60 years, the researchers found that on average, summer expanded from 78 to 95 days, while winter shrank by three. Spring and summer began earlier, while autumn and winter started later. The altered seasons are already affecting bird migration patterns and causing plants to emerge and flower at different times. These changes can create mismatches between animals and their food sources, disrupting ecosystems. With summers getting longer and hotter, while winters get shorter and warmer, the authors say the shift in seasons could bring more frequent heat waves, extreme storms, and wildfires. Seasonal changes can wreak havoc on agriculture, especially when false springs or late snowstorms damage budding plants. Also, with longer growing seasons, humans will breathe in more allergy-causing pollen, and disease-carrying mosquitoes could expand their range northward. Speaking of pollen, many people suffer from itchy eyes, sneezing, and a runny nose during allergy season, but not everyone is affected. However, new research shows that pollen exposure can make anyone, even those without hay fever, more susceptible to COVID-19. Looking specifically at the coronavirus, the scientists found that the infection rates tended to rise four days after a high pollen count. Pollen interferes with proteins that respond to viruses in cells that line airways, affecting the body's response to a whole host of viruses including the flu. One of the researchers said that on days with high pollen counts, people should try to stay indoors to limit exposure as much as possible. And when outdoors, wear a mask during pollen season because the grains are large enough that most any mask designed for allergies will work to keep them out. There are animals that can regrow a body part after losing one, such as a starfish that can regenerate a limb. But scientists in Japan have discovered two species of sea slugs that purposely sever their own heads and produce an entire new body in just a couple of weeks. A researcher accidentally spotted the detached head of a slug circling its body in a tank in her lab, and naturally she thought it would die soon. But the wound on the back of the slug's head healed quickly and was replaced by the beginnings of an entirely new body. The severed heads can survive on their own for weeks, as can the decapitated body. Lead researcher Sayaka Mito said that after a few days, she could see the beating of a heart. And after three weeks, the slug had replaced 80% of its body, including all vital organs. But why do the slugs sever their heads? One theory is that they do it to remove parasites, or it could be a way to survive attacks from predators. And how do the severed heads survive without a digestive system? The scientists think the creatures are converting sunlight into energy through photosynthesis from algae they've eaten, leading one expert to call them solar-powered slugs. Much of what we buy, from food to shoes to toys, is imported and arrives by ship. But ports are experiencing delays from labor shortages due to the pandemic, 
And that means it's taking a lot longer to load and unload cargo. It also means there's a scarcity of the massive containers that shippers count on to send goods back and forth across the ocean. But once the containers are unloaded, surprisingly, they're being sent back empty without any U.S. exports. Companies abroad are desperate for containers to refill with the goods Americans are buying, so it's more lucrative now for transport firms to simply send empty containers back overseas. As a result, potatoes are piling up in storage, grain is idling in bins, and hay is stacking up in fields. It's an economic disaster for U.S. exporters, plus a waste of energy that it took to grow, harvest, and process those crops. Sending containers by sea, empty or full, comes with a heavy environmental cost as shipping is responsible for about 2.5% of global greenhouse emissions, and the industry isn't forced to pay the price for its pollution. And finally, got a great fish tail? Researchers want you to boast in the name of science. All you have to do is snap a pic of your catch using a new app called Wreckfish, and it will instantly tell you the species, size, approximate weight, and store that data into your phone. The app, by scientists at the Virginia Institute of Marine Science, will also instantly indicate whether the fish is legal to keep based on the date, location, and local regulations. The goal is to provide a field guide for anglers, but also to help scientists better manage fisheries. Sounds great, but wreckfish isn't quite ready for prime time. First, the software needs to learn to recognize different fish species through machine learning, and that will require lots and lots of photos. To help collect these images, the team is asking anglers to upload their photos to their website, wreckfish.org. And they don't want want only the 40-pound striped bass you landed. They need photos of less popular catches like toadfish or stargazers. Their initial focus is on the fish of the Chesapeake Bay, but their long-term plans include expanding coverage to the U.S. East Coast and beyond. The app will collect more data than any fisheries biologist ever could because anglers will cover a much larger area, including places not often sampled. Also, it will help document invasive species within the bay or fish that are migrating to the Chesapeake area due to warming waters. That's it for this week in water. We'll catch you next time.